What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ, and it's time for After Hour Tea. Welcome back, guys, to After Hour Tea. Um, I know we said that I was done with Potomac, but I have just a few more things to touch on with you guys um, from wrapping up the um, latest season. Um, Just a few things uh, regarding Monique, and then also I found an interview with Wendy. So first off, um, Wendy from Potomac um, was recently on um, the Behind the the Velvet Rope podcast with David Yontef, um, and she basically was revealing that she considered quitting um, Real Housewives of Potomac um, due to the physical altercation between Monique and Candace. Uh, So this is a quote that I got from her. Um, I think it all gave us time to really think about our role on the show. Um, You know, I definitely stopped and thought long and hard and sent a text to one of the executives like, I want to have a conversation. Because again, this is not what I signed up for, and I don't think that was an isolated incident. And uh, to me, I think we all, we all did that. Everyone was just like, whoa, whoa. And so those were my first initial thoughts were like, were people okay? Like, there was blood, there was broken glass, there were punches. Like, it wasn't just someone pulling the hair. You have to know that that is what you signed up for, right? Like, what's... Like, that's what I mean. We didn't sign up for a physical altercation, but I have to come into this knowing season six. Guess what? It could be all guns blazing against you, and you have to be okay with that, because that is what we signed up for. Um... I partly agree with Wendy, but I partly don't. First of all, I do think this was an isolated incident. Um... Because Potomac doesn't normally have shit like this going on. They just don't. Um, This is like the first time that something like this happened. I mean, where it was like actual physical touch. Other than that, I mean, her girl Candace is fucking crazy. I mean, that's just what it is. I mean, Candace, even last season with the whole knife thing, I brought this up many times. And the fact that, you know, everybody wants to kind of just forgive that and move on is crazy because that proves that Candace has that mentality. And I don't know. It's just to me... You know, it seems like Wendy's kind of putting it on the show, whereas I feel like it's some of these women that she might be siding with, um, i.e. Candace. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're going to have to see going into the new season how it is, but all I can say is that I, I don't really agree. I, I agree with Wendy that it, it is, you know, it's what you sign up for. It's, it's real life. But at the same time, it's like you're not going to know you know, oh, I'm going to go in and episode six, I'm going to punch the shit out of Giselle. Like, that's not going to happen. Like, it's 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 life, you know, and, and if maybe Giselle, you don't know. I mean, maybe Giselle's going to say something that would warrant her to be punched. You know, you know, you just don't know. So it's like uh, that mentality where it's like, you know, this is not what I signed up for. I, I you know, physical education. It's like, I agree that, but I, I agree with that. But it's like, you also have to expect that, you know, it is, it's, it's real life. You know, it's, that's like, you know, saying that you didn't sign up for life. It's like we all signed up for life. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a stupid thing to say. So anyways, um yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I also caught um a little uh segment on Monique's YouTube series called Tea with Monique and she was kind of talking about the backlash against Andy Cohen um following the reunion um when Andy or says Andy was just doing his job, but it um she basically admitted that it definitely wasn't equal. And um, I know we talked about this a little bit last week, but this was just her clearing up that she wasn't blaming Andy entirely for the issue. Uh, She said that 
well, she basically made it clear that she didn't blame Andy for um, how she was treated at the reunion, but noting that he was just doing his job. Um, and then she also did admit that the reunion wasn't equal. And she said, it definitely wasn't equal now. No, it definitely wasn't equal. And then she said, I'll put it like this. We filmed for 11 hours. I was in the hot seat for a good five, six of those hours. But I will say we all thought we were going to get four parts and that we and what we got was three and a half. We should have had four. There was a lot more to be shown, but I'm definitely not going to sit here and say that it was equal. The accountability definitely wasn't equal. Um, she also went on, went on to say about Andy, I don't think he dislikes me. I've never had an issue with Andy. I've never felt like he disliked me or anything. I honestly feel like he was just doing his job. Um, well, I mean, that's good that she cleared that up because honestly, I had the impression that he just didn't like her and that was why, you know, they were going through, he they were going through all this, you know, uh, kind of shit on Monique party. But, you know, I last, last week I talked to everybody about this. I mean, I, I personally don't think that four parts is necessary because then we have to listen to another four weeks of just dragging on and on and on. It would have been, and I, I liked that they did like a 90 minute third part. That was cool. But again, it was just disappointing because I, I felt like after all the talking and all the talking, we didn't get anywhere with anything. And I don't know if that's how all the women felt too, but that was just my takeaway from the reunion. Um, I still enjoyed it. I just was not as happy in terms of getting, you know, clearing the air, if you want to say, um, rather than just, you know, filling a four-part reunion with all this, you know, bullshit. So I am glad that they kind of kept it concise only because I, I don't, there doesn't need to be any beating around the bush with this season. Everything was super straightforward this season. The relationships have been tarnished. So, um, yeah, I mean, hopefully moving forward, their bias doesn't come out as much because it was a little unfortunate, but all right. So moving on to Atlanta, I do have an interview with Entertainment Tonight um, with newbie Drew Sedora, um, kind of throwing shade back at Kenya after, um, Kenya, I guess, called her thirsty during a recent interview, which I can't seem to find. I, sorry about that, guys. But here is, um, Drew's response to that. Um, Drew was saying that she's not thirsty. In fact, she claims she's beyond hydrated. She said, I take care of myself. Um, I'm a big girl and it's a shot, um, Oh, I'm a big girl, and it's a shot, and I take it for what it is. Sometimes negativity comes in different forms, and right now it's just coming from a fluffy face. Ooh, burn. Oh my god. These Atlanta women are so shady. Um, okay, and then it's... She was also recalling meeting Kenya for the first time at Cynthia's home, and reacted to Kenya laughing at LaToya, joking about um, Drew's wig looking like a cat. Um, she said, I really felt something with Kenya. Um, like I didn't know because it wasn't in my face, but I did feel the energy just, I couldn't figure it out. So after watching the episode, it explains a lot. You know what I mean? Why the relationship ended up or ends up where it is. Even with LaToya, they never said it, they never said it to me. So I was just like, wow, that's really shocking. A pet on my head. Is that what we're talking about? Uh, she was a cute little kitten and felt good about it when I walked out the door. Um, and she said, uh, I think all girls can relate to the struggle of COVID and us trying to keep our looks together. Um, and then Drew also went on to kind of explain or like hint at her issues with Kenya that will play out during the season. She said, she just didn't take me, she just didn't take to me the way that I would have expected. We're both actresses and we both come and we come up in this industry. So I was surprised by it, but definitely she didn't welcome me in the way that I thought. Um, you know, you can't get along with everybody and I'm learning that as much as it would have been awesome because I really did look up to her when I was a little girl, it was awkward to me. Um, 
And then um, Drew did admit that she said doing a reality TV was awkward um, because she's never had to be herself on camera. She said, I'm used to the script. Um, I know what I said. And now I'm like, okay, this scene here, I'm like, what all did they capture? It's like long scenes at times, and that is a little worrisome, but I feel really good about it because I'm super open, super real, and it's a journey, and everyone's going to witness that. So as scary as that is, I am truly here for it. All right, so basically my response to that is, I mean, we all know Kenya is super shady, so it's just a matter of <laughs> who who she's going to get along with, who she's not going to get along with. It's like one person will make one comment to her, and it's like, then she will just never stop being shady to them. Like, it's ridiculous. Um, that's where I, like, I don't really like Kenya because I, I really do like her, but then she has these moments where it's just, like, so frustrating. It's like you just want to pull her and shake her because it's, like, you know, it, I don't know. Like, it's it seems like with her and Portia, it all started out on the wrong foot. I mean, it was... All it took was one argument between them, and, like, here they are years later unable to reconcile over the stupidest shit every single time. Like to me, it's just, you know, it's stupid. I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't get shady vibes from Drew, but you know, we know that Kenya's pretty shady. So there you have it. <laughs> okay. So before I move on from Atlanta, I remember her like five seconds ago when I told you guys I couldn't find the interview with Kenya. Uh, well, I'm a literal dumbass because I have it saved right here on my notes. <laughs> um, so let me pull it up here for you guys. So Kenya also did an interview with entertainment tonight and um, let's just dive right in. She said, I think that I am always and have always been a very forgiving person. Well, I don't know about that. Um, but you have to work to get that forgiveness, meaning apologize and then change behavior. That's all I've ever really asked of someone who is sincere. And we had a moment where we had a very sincere and honest conversation after obviously dueling it out all last season. And, you know, I have to say it's very uh, it's one of the highlights of the entire season. Um, I think she's talking about Marlo. Yeah, she's talking about Marlo. Sorry, I should have given that as a context. Um, so while she has reconciled with Marlo, um, she hasn't reconciled with Portia, basically. So, um, Kenya said, for three years, I considered her friend. Um, I was very supportive. I remember going to her baby shower, reaching out to her. Even when she had her spinoff, I was tweeting about it. I was sharing her joy with her and I actually had love for her. So for her to turn on me when Nene came back, I think the fans and everyone saw that. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like they were never, like, ever since that initial meeting, I just feel like they've always been on the wrong foot. Like I like I was telling you guys earlier, I just don't think that they've ever been genuine friends. I don't know. I don't buy that. Um, <clears throat> she also said, the things that she's doing to me, especially this season, is just, it's really disgusting. When people don't want to be friends with you because they feel threatened or they feel a certain way that they don't want you to be bigger than them, I think that is really what comes into play. And that's a page out of Nini's book, honestly. And she's been taking a lot of pages out of Nini's book lately and not in a good way. Um, she also said the attitude, the showing up three hours late to the set, the demanding of certain things happen and footage being taken out because she doesn't like the way that she looks. Um, you know, that's kind of Nini's behavior. So unfortunately, yeah, we have a little Nini Jr. on our set. Um... <laughs> Kenya also kind of revealed how she felt about the show's new additions of Drew and LaToya. And, um, you know, while she obviously loves LaToya, she made it clear that she doesn't feel the same way about Drew. Um, to which she kind of compared her former cast member, Kim Fields, if you guys remember Kim. Um, she said, LaToya is amazing. She's refreshing. She's a little spitfire. She's sexy. She's just energetic. She has a unique energy, and I absolutely adore what she brings to the show. 
Um, we also had another friend of the show, Fay Lin, um, who is an who is an absolutely stunning, fabulous wife, very wealthy. Her husband adores her. I really hope to see more of her. If not this season, next season for sure. She should she should be holding a peach. Um, and then she also said, um, I loved Kim Fields, even though I didn't treat her like I loved her. I loved her as the icon that she is, but on the show being the actress, I believe that it just wasn't genuine. Like she wasn't telling her authentic story and I kind of get the same vibe from Drew. Okay, that's a like an absolute lie because literally the past couple episodes have been focused on Drew and her marriage. So I don't know how I feel about that. So <laughs> I don't know, guys. Kenya is kind of like for me, you know, she has her good days and she has her bad days and I feel like she's a little down right now so maybe she's taking it out on other people but like she's just kind of unnecessarily shady sometimes and she's so funny how she was saying like you know uh what did she say she said like um if i want to go back in here she said i'm a forgiving person i i dish you know i dish out what i get and I, that's i don't know how i felt about that but anyways that's uh shade from kenya <laughs> All right, we're going to close out with New Jersey today. There's not much going on in the Housewives world, so I kind of had to dig a little bit, but um, I found just a couple interviews for you guys. Um, <clears throat> so Caroline Manzo is kind of looking back at her time on Real Housewives of New Jersey. She did an interview with um, Life After Bravo, uh, which is actually a special on, um, I don't know if it's like bravotv.com or I, I don't think it comes on cable. So it's on bravotv.com. And um, she did reveal where she stood with Teresa prior to filming um, season one of New Jersey. And she said, I knew her very, very casually. Um, and then she claimed that things between the two became tense once it became a competition, is what she said, for Teresa. And once Teresa began accusing her of being a bully. Um, she said, I'm not a bully. I'm telling you what you need to hear. I'm trying to help you. Uh, Teresa loved to say, oh, Caroline, you're old. Yeah, I am. I'm not dead. With that age comes a sort of knowledge. I'm not bullying you. I'm trying to be a big sister to a degree. It was taken completely the wrong way. Um, and then Caroline also talked about their reuniting on the um, Super Bowl commercial for the hummus. You know, if you saw that in 2020, if you didn't see that, I guarantee you need to go. I, I guarantee you can find it on YouTube. You need to stop what you're doing right now and go watch it because it's absolutely hilarious. Um, it's basically like a hummus commercial and they're sitting at a table and they like give each other side eye and then they flip the table. It's honestly so funny. Um, and only true Housewives fans will know it because obviously it's from season one. So um, if you have the time, go look it up. Just look up Teresa and Caroline Super Bowl commercial. You'll find it. Um, anyways, um, <laughs> Caroline said, I made it a point to reach out prior to filming so we could go and put our best foot forward because this is an amazing opportunity. Um and Caroline claimed that she asked Teresa over the phone, what did I ever do to you? Can you tell me what I ever do to you? did to you? Um, and Teresa said, um, well, you didn't have my back with Melissa, is what Caroline explained. And then Caroline shared she doesn't understand why the two are still at odds um, uh, since um, Teresa and Melissa are closer than ever. She said she's very close with Melissa now, so why do you still have beef? Why are you still so angry? Why are you still holding that grudge? Um and then Caroline also revealed why she decided to quit the show after five seasons, said that she knew it was time to leave when the burden became too heavy in my personal life. Um, she said, you can't work with something that doesn't reflect your beliefs, and the show became something that just didn't reflect my beliefs of who I was as a person. Um, it's not about the money. It's not about the fame. It's about your moral compass on how you live. Um, 
Caroline, however, did admit that she has no regrets about doing the show. She said, it completely changed our world. I often wonder where my kids would be. She off- she continued by saying, I think Lauren would be very much on the same track. She always had a passion for hair and makeup. She's really good at selling, at marketing, and all that. She's doing very well for herself, and she's very happy. <clears throat> she didn't... I don't think she talked about um, Albie and... Um, I don't know why I can't remember her other son's name, but I just remember Albie. Um, honestly, because there's been a lot of talk about Caroline returning, I think, I mean, I don't know Caroline now, but if she's the same Caroline that she was years ago, I think that, um, I think it would be pros and cons of her coming back. The pro would be, she's very much so the voice of reason, um, very much, um, tell it like it is. Um, I I don't want to say holier than thou because that's kind of rude, but like, I think she is like that matriarch kind of. And, um, I think her and Teresa would definitely butt heads if she came back, which I don't even know why, because their, their friendship was so good. And I I feel like Teresa almost tarnished that a little bit. Like she should just kind of reconcile with her after all these years. But at the same time, it's like, I don't really know the history off camera between them. I don't really know how it is, but Caroline seems like a really genuine person. So Um, I, I, you know, I hope they can reconcile one day because honestly, I think Caroline would be good for the show at the same time. I think that Caroline wouldn't get along with most of this cast. Well, no, I just think she wouldn't get along with, I just think Jennifer, I actually, I think Jennifer and Teresa, I don't think she would get along with at all, but, um, Margaret, I think she would get along with Melissa. She obviously knew Dolores. She obviously knew. So I don't know. I think it, it's a tough call, but I would have to see it and watch it, like see how it goes. And then I would be able to tell you guys like a definite answer. Like, no, I think she should be off or yes, I think she should be gone, whatever. But that was her interview on Life After Bravo. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of After Hour Tea. Um, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Um, I didn't have much to talk about this week, but hopefully there's more going on in the world. Um of Housewives next week. So just a quick update if you didn't already know from Instagram and Facebook. Um, Real Housewives of New Jersey season 11. The trailer is out now and it premieres on February 17th at 9. 9? Yeah. So it's going to be taking over Orange County's spot um, Wednesdays at 9. And then um, what else was I going to say? Oh, um, the Orange County reunion I believe is three parts and it should be, it's starting next week. So, and that'll be going on for just three weeks. Um, Beverly Hills is still filming. New York had to stop filming because someone got COVID. They won't say who it is. I don't know who it is. Um, I'm assuming it's Leah, but I could be wrong. Um, I think it's Leah. Um, but anyways, that is all the, that's the flash update for you guys. So thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.